0: Let's get nuts. Let's do it! Hump Day time! What's happening everybody? Working? It's working. Yeah, we're working. Oh, it is Hump Day time! Hump Day! Film Junkie Live, what is happening everybody? How we doing? Let's get nuts, let's get nuts. Who's out there? Ah, what we got going on here? Eh? Who's out there, who's out there? Hello and release that air cut, that's what I'm talking about. Jame James, what are you doing? Well, I appreciate that, Philip. Yeah, like, it's like a little, it's like everybody can just come in and just kind of have a seat, get everything going. All that little mood music. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason. Good to see you, sir. Let's definitely do this. How you doing? We're doing it, we're doing it. What's going on, David Milana? Milana? What's going on, Mr. Nicotine? Andre, how's it going? How's you doing, darling? How you doing? Ah, we got ah, we got Jose here. Shut up! Just shut up. Don't even wanna hear from you. Don't wanna hear. Yeah. At least you say the, the music slaps. That's all. That's all that means. that's all that's all I'm gonna say. What's going on, Miralakzu? zoo uh, luck us out, whatever. <laughs> you know me, I always say stuff wrong, right? Uh, what's going on, Niner fan? How you doing? Football season starting soon. I'm actually doing one of my uh, fantasy football drafts tonight, so that'll be fun. We got Stephanie here. Good to see ya. Hey, already tipsy. Alright. Hey, I've had one of those days where I was like, wine? Why yes! So cheers, Christina. Miss you. Miss you a lot. We gotta, we gotta change that. We gotta change that. So yeah, I'm drinking. I, you know, it's been one of those weeks, man. I tell you. We got Mario Figgy right here. Let's put a smile. Let's do that. Oh, stop! Smash that like, thumbs up, like uh, Christina says. Wants to know why your background music is an auto zone commercial. <laughs> what that music I just had right now? Kinda sounded like that, huh? Ah, where are those Joker spinoffs? There should have been already one. There should have been one already, so Yeah, I don't know. What's going on, Mr. Jason? How you doing? Yes, yes, please, yeah. I was like, just a. Uh, it's been that kind of week, guys, to tell you what. So I'm just kinda I was like, all right, I'm definitely going to be uh, sipping some wine tonight on the show. So, but I'll be prepared for that. So, let's get uh, let's get wine wasted, huh? Let's get wine wasted. Yep. Ah, Home Depot, I know, it kind of does sound like that. Now that I think about it, now, now that's all I'm, I'm going to hear now is why does it sound like Home Depot music or AutoZone. AutoZone! At least it's not like, uh, what's the other one? Napa, Napa know how, yeah, yeah, Now I'm never going to, I'm never going to unhear that, need a cigar, yes, cigar too, right there, so, but anyways, guys, thank you guys for clicking in for Foon Junkie Live on your hump day, taking a break from humping, and, um, yeah, appreciate you guys clicking in, make sure you smash that like thumbs up, make sure you're subscribed to the channel, and then, of course, if you want to join, become a member, do so, and you could uh, check out the members-only vlogs and live streams if you haven't done that. So do that. Let me know if you... Uh, I know, I might need some draft some, uh, some draft tips there, some Infinity, because I'm like, oh, I recognize some people, and I'm just going to go by statistics. So we'll see what happens. It's a family draft tonight. And then I have another draft that I think is happening this weekend, which is uh, always fun. Always fun. But, yeah, make sure you uh, do all that. Smash the like, thumbs up, subscribe, become a member if you want to. Patreon is also there, too, if you want to support the channel. Uh, Sabrina, if you're watching, I saw that you uh, you uh, joined the, the dollar tier, which I appreciate. Every little bit counts. Like I said, there's a dollar tier, a $3 tier, and a $6 tier. And uh, I appreciate you uh, doing that. So if you're watching, thank you. And then, of course, the film Junkie Closet's also below, where you can find shirts like this like this which eh, I mean it's not entirely unique but I thought I put my own little spin on the back to the future flashpoint crossover because I was like yes I want that I want something like that so you can get something like that if you want to uh, I think the I think it's being keyed out a little bit though when it comes to the green screen so you can actually see like a little bit of noise on it that's weird it's always weird it's not green it's not green Ah, uh, what's going on, Mr. Yeah, We got Shadow here, and of course we got uh, Brian Scully. What's going on? What's going on, lad? Lad, how you doing? Good to see everybody, as per usual. Burp. All right. So yeah, I figured today. You know, I've been holding off, guys. I've been holding off on you know when we had that big push for release, air cut on the 13th. Obviously, the release, the air cut, Twitter handle got some goodies script wise and uh, you know we kind of talked about it of course on on vodka streams and stuff but you know I wanted to like dive and I really wanted to dive more into like the the joker scenes because I, I would say that that's the majority of what was cut out of suicide squad was the Jared little Joker scenes so I figured I was gonna do it on its own separate video but screw it we're doing it live as Bill O'Reilly says so that's what I'm gonna be doing why not hunka hunka That's what I'm talking about. Sco, what's going on? Cheers, cheers, cheers. Like I said, yeah, definitely was a wine day. It's getting better though, guys. I've been telling you guys all week like how uh, daytime work has been a little frustrating and stressful, but at the same time, even though today was also that, still like what we were trying to achieve, what I was trying to achieve, and we as a team, a crew was trying to achieve, It's getting to better stuff. It's just frustrating when you try to get there. But then there was light at the end of the tunnel pretty much when it came to the last couple few hours of my workday where I went, oh, I think I have this now. I was doing, you know, it's just basically I want to, in my mind, I'm Tom Cruise and Minority Report doing this, doing this, but I'm just clicking a mouse. And a keyboard. I, I punched the buttons. But I try to make it seem like I'm, you know. Huh, but, so, that's pretty much how my day was. So, well, hopefully your guys' day was good. We'll talk about some air cutness and Joker. Just figured we'd talk about the Joker scenes. And then, of course, we'll be talking about uh, various other things, too. Like, I, I just watched What If? And great episodes. So, we'll be, of course, I'll be doing a review at the end of the show. We'll talk about Charlie Cox. That's right. Daredevil. Being asked about, hey, was that you in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer? And, um, yeah, we talked about that. And then, of course, multiple movies delayed, which sucks. Luckily, one specific one is only delayed a week. So I was like, oh, thank God, at least for that. But, man, I tell you what, it just seems just never, never ending when it comes to the movie delays right there. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just it's just frustrating. It can be frustrating, so... All right, so what am I doing here? All right, so I guess we're going to go to the tweets. Let's go to the tweets. Let's see, did I do that? All right. Wait, did I not do that? Oh, no, okay. That's what I wanted. I wanted that noise. There you go. Had to click it there. (laughs) Because I don't have the drop yet. I still got to find that damn thing. I don't think I have it. I'm going to have to make a whole new one or something like that. So... So, yeah, I just wanted that at least, that sound effect right there. So when I do do that, it'll be good. It'll be good. So, all right. So I appreciate you guys, of course, sticking with me here. And uh, hopefully, like I said, this will be Wednesday show. No show tomorrow. I'm going to go see Shang-Chi tomorrow. So look forward to my first reaction review of that. Looking forward to it. Seeing it at 6 p.m. tomorrow. So pretty much, yeah, I think I just write when I Get off work. I'm just gonna head out, run some errands, and then um, get there and watch watch that movie. And hopefully, hopefully positivity comes out of that. So that'll be good. That'll be good. So, all right. Let's see. Make sure that's all clicked. All right. Let's. Uh, let's. Let me make sure I'm good here. All right. Profile. All right. We're good. All right. Let's go to the tweets all right, let's go to these tweets right here. What happened in the Twitter world, huh? Um, I always find it interesting. Acne Positivity Day. Did you guys know it was Acne Positivity Day? All right. I mean, cool. Whatever works. You know, you could tell. I've ha- I had some problems with the, uh, the acne-ness when I was younger. Runs in the family. Runs in the family, so. Okay, make sure that looks good. Okay. And speaking of Shang-Chi, look at this. Shang-Chi is currently projected to earn between 45 million and 50 million during its domestic opening weekend at the box office. So this is interesting because you know, we're still in pandemic mode ish, I guess you could say. And I saw something even earlier today that said it only it, it only might open up with 90 million worldwide, which is pretty low I mean it is, but I, again, we can't look at it The same, obviously, but I kind of wanted to look at this right here, both good and bad during. okay, so there are questions among fans whether Shang-Chi will uh, receive the same release strategy as Black Widow, Disney Plus. However, Disney's quarter three investor call reaffirmed that Shang-Chi would be receiving an exclusive 45 day window theater. So that's not going to be released, obviously, on Disney Plus at the same time. So the projections right here from Deadline reported that Shang-Chi is currently on track to earn more than $90 million in its worldwide box office. So take that with whatever. It's going to be interesting because, like I said, 45-day window. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to look at that. So it's interesting that they're they're doing it with this, but they didn't do it with Black Widow, especially what happened after Black Widow when uh, Scarlet was like, what the hell, guys? What the hell? So, yeah, $40 million Internationally, between forty-five and fifty. Domestically, this Labor Day, so it's a Labor Day weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to get a little bit more. I always forget that we do have a three-day weekend that's coming up. Thank God! Oh, yeah. I'm going to be, uh, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to have a pretty busy weekend actually. So, um, it's going to be, it's going to be fun, hopefully. So, yeah. So then that would uh, break the record holder. So there's already a record. I guess it, it will break the record of of 30.6 so i guess they're just looking at that on the other hand the lowest domestic opening weekend for an mcu movie came summer of 2008 incredible hulk really you're going to compare it to incredible hulk i don't know about that even though incredible hulk is one of the top tier mcu movies i don't care what anyone says it is great and the fact that they're bringing it back they i mean they kind of If you guys watched the what if the last last week's what if they kind of went into uh, the Incredible Hulk movie. But of course, it was uh, Mark Ruffalo instead of uh, instead of uh, what's his nuts. Um, Jeez, I'm totally drawn a blank. Um, You know, I'm talking Edward Norton, Edward Norton. So, yeah. Okay. And then speaking of movies that are coming out this weekend, anybody shocked by the reviews of Cinderella? are sadly not great. Critics haven't found much to love in what seems to be an uninspired and superficial take on the classic tale. The shit you say? You're telling me that the whole James Corden, like, you know, flash mob in the middle of LA while people are trying to drive through, that that's not going to help this movie? Probably not. I love it because yeah this I was like is anybody even excited about this and didn't wasn't this wasn't her this this the singer who's starring as Cinderella didn't she get in some heat didn't they try to cancel her the clock has chimed at midnight and reviews for Kamala Cabo Caboya. Oh, I don't even know Kabeyos Cinderella have started rolling in the film, which uh, was directed by Kay Cannon, will be streaming on Amazon Prime starting September 3rd. The film will also star blah, blah, blah. Cinderella is modernized, blah, blah, blah. Let's see, what are they? Now the critics have finally been let loose on the film. Fans can have a glimpse as to what they might be able to expect in Cinderella. One, one thing critics can agree on is that the movie is a superficial affair. See, I've been hearing stuff like this, though they seem to be split on whether that makes the film a fun, turn your brain off romp or leaves it ho- a hollow experience. The cast seems to have gotten off scot-free, uh, with many agreeing that there's a full roster of strong performers. Well, that's pretty good. So, as promising. Uh, as promising as that premise sounds, Cinderella buckles under the weight of its intentions and not even its formidable cast interesting Pierce Brosnan's in it. I did not know Pierce Brosnan was in it. holy shit well that's a that 's a little bonus right there, mini driver. I had no idea who was even in this cast to be honest, no idea, no idea. Um, yeah, it is interesting uh, to see the new interpretation at this time, especially considering recent events in the royal family with Harry and oh, good Lord. And rethinking of priorities in regard The Cinderella's timing seems right on the money and his harmless confection. Nothing more, nothing less for the target audience and certainly C- Cabello fans who uh, get to see the charming performer branch out. So there you go. <coughs> yeah. Just getting that covid out. Um, So, I mean, I guess there's some good stuff right here, but it says like Cinderella is sorely lacking in feminist credentials. Uh Oh, it's protagonist recognizes the limitations of her fairytale world. It's verboten for women in our to own businesses yet only works to better her own life. If she can land some foreign uh, clientele at the ball and secure her own financial future, who needs solidarity and sisterhood? Interesting take right there. Cannon takes the classic fable and reimagines it, blah, blah, blah. This film is for teenage girls, okay. (laughs) Offering them a message of girl boss feminism, and it makes no excuse about it. Structurally, Cannon composes, okay. Okay tiktoks yeah this movie is definitely not for me so i don't think i'll be uh i don't think i'll be uh, checking it out but there's some uh anybody wondering what the heck was going on with that cinderella movie i think it's just gonna i think people are gonna forget about it even exists after friday that's what it sounds like and speaking of shang chi we got um it's been officially confirmed that tim roth is in fact voicing the abomination so that's good going back to the whole incredible hulk thing he is—he uh, is voicing it, so that's cool. I wonder if we'll ever see Tim Roth do anything. If there'll be like any kind of—apparently there's going to be a more abomination, so we'll see what happens with that. It's interesting, and uh, a lot of red camera talk today, as you could see right here, Mr. Zack Snyder showing off his beautiful new red camera that he got. Look at that! Look at that stud! anyway you know anytime zach snyder uh posts an image from his like office or anything like that i think we all i think we all kind of collectively look in the background and go well, what's this what's on there what's is he did he did he write anything on there is there something drawn on there what has he got what does he got what does he got apparently this is where he does mainly I, I noticed this in the background that that's mainly where he does his live streaming when he um i mean except when he Comes on the vodka stream. He's like in PJ pants and <laughs> which is great. I love the fact that he's like relaxed when he's come on the vodka stream. But yeah, I think that's where he's mainly doing it right here with his webcam right there. But yeah, he's got himself a red cam and he wasn't the only one because look at this. Mr. Uh, Jason Momoa also got himself a red camera right there. Wow. The V Viper red ca- digital Cam cinema did it again. 8K man. 120 frames per second, mind blown to all the future generations, to the artists and storytellers. Congratulations, Red! You did it again. So thankful. Aloha. But yeah, and then there was this. uh, There was this right here that had a certain other filmmaker show up, dropping off a red camera, and I'm sure you guys recognize that filmmaker right there. Hey, David Fincher. Messenger Schmidt. It's close enough for you. I have to sign it. No. I remember you from the lowest rated Oscars ever. Thanks, Dave. Boop. <laughs> Lucky. It's just like Look at that thing. It's just a box of wonder. We gotta make a new ZMR mark Jared. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so there you go random ups guy i love how he says random ups guy so yeah some red camera talk right there pretty cool stuff the fact that zach got fincher i know right don't you love that i love the fact that that fincher you know uh one of my favorite directors and then snyder one of my favorite directors yeah doing that i love that and then um we got another image from uh, army of thieves right here in empire And uh, a quote from, um, from what's his name? (laughs) Like I said, I'm not even going to try to say his last name, but you guys know I'm talking about. Hmm, this guy right here, Dieter. I'm constantly talking to Zach. he tells Empire. Okay, what what could be different to Army? What is the same? It is part of the universe, but a totally different movie. It's an adventurous heist movie. So looking forward to that. If you guys want to read that, there's a, you know, they have the article right there. And it's official, guys. I know this is disappointing for some, but you knew it was going to happen. But yes, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, is rated PG-13. Hopefully it's a hard PG-13. Okay? Hard. I want it rock hard PG-13. That's right. A big, throbbing, hard PG-13. That's what I'm hoping for. I think, um, I think we were talking about this on the podcast. No, we were talking about this when it came to The Batman. The batman's most likely going to be a pg-13 but we want it just to be a big throbbing rock hard pg-13 i'm gonna somebody put that on a t-shirt please i know but it's okay it's yeah yeah exactly what feige said it's gonna be pg-13 and you're gonna like it yep we'll be talking about that of course Um, We've got James Wan opens up on his decision to make a smaller horror movie, horror film, uh, Malignant, which I'm looking forward to. He said, I just wanted to go back and do another movie that was kind of in the spirit of what I used to make, what I started out my career. So that's always good when filmmakers make the big, huge movies, but then they go back, make some smaller movies just to keep their sanity. Keep their sanity. I like turtles. Did you guys know that this is the I like turtle kid? Yeah, that's right. He is now a goon in the Batman. Yeah, who are you supposed to be? That's pretty funny. It's a good little meme right there. I like that. Hilarious, hilarious. That red cam. This is pretty cool right here for anybody who's, you know, we're waiting for flash footage. Look at this right here. This like a, a trailer, a clip from this trailer. Right what are you on your side? Fucking nailed it. Who is that? you Batman. I mean, it's amazing what some people can do when it comes to... Um, it's pretty, uh, pretty damn good. What should we call this new world? They... I like it. I like it. And uh, look at this. I was you know, talking about Val Kimmer being incorporated in Top Gun Maverick. Right here, according to his son, Maverick features a real-life uh, Air Force and Navy pilots as extras, and that, and that many of them were inspired by the original film. Yeah, yeah. So even Val Kilmer's son was very impressed by Maverick, which is good. Doom Patrol, new poster right here. Season, of course, starting on September 23rd. I got to catch up. I still have not watched season two, so I definitely need to catch up before season three starts because I do want to review all those episodes and whatnot. So do that do that let's see oh yeah guys and make sure i provided the link down below if you just want to get the 4k regular but if you want you know but of course there's all different ones you can get but yes in less than a week zack snyder's justice league will be able you'll be able able to hold it in your hands you'll be able to hold it in your hands so that's what's good physical media so if you guys want to do that, I provided a link down below. If you want to order it, go for it. That's right. And then Dune. Massive Dune billboards have gone up in New York City advertising what looks like a Freeman uh, filter in the Snapchat. So look at that. Freeman? Freeman? So looks like, I mean, they're trying. They're trying. I mean, this is in Times Square, and it's Snapchat. So, hey, Warner Brothers, good job. Good job. You're, you're, you're getting better. You're getting better. But... Man, God, am I worried about this movie. This movie's going to be a fucking masterpiece, but it probably, who knows what's going to happen when it comes to the general audience of it. Jesus. I don't know. That's that's what's just kind of frustrating about that. It's like, man, man. So, we'll see what happens. But there you go. That's the tweets, guys. That is the the tweets. Mm. Yeah, Dune, yes. Dave, I want to... I want to hold it in my hands. <laughs> You're getting a little naughty there, Mattia. Getting a little naughty. Ah, uh, uh, You know They've been able to do more with PG-13. That's true. They have been able to do more with PG-13. Like I said, just let it be, let it just teeter-totter. Teeter-totter with it. But it's so weird because when you look at BVS, and if you even look at Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's... Those are hard PG thirteens. The only reason why Zack Snyder's Justice League is rated R is because he has more than one F bomb. It's like just cut out cut out the other even though I think you might be allotted two F bombs possibly, just remove that one in the opening terrorist scene and just keep cyborg saying, Fuck the world, and then yeah, for the love of God, all you know keep keep Batman dropping an F bomb to Joker. That's what I'm all about. And we'll fucking kill you, oh, man, I love how I guessed that. I was like, oh, it's gotta be he's gotta he's gonna he's gonna fucking say something. he's gonna threaten Joker with it. It's awesome, so good, so good, so good anyways guys all right let's uh let's talk about let's talk about the air cut. let's talk about this air cut right here, the Joker scene specifically because that's what's majority of uh what was cut from it, and um you know. When it came to release the air cut that big push the campaign push and everything that happened on the 13th yes the release the air cut twitter handle got a hold of pretty much the entire script i guess i don't know the whole details like i said david ayer is just kind of putting his pieces where they need to go he's playing some fucking 4d chess it's sounding like you know it's sounding like he talked to zach i mean Zach. Zach didn't exactly play forty chess. Zach just straight up just pulled out a fucking gun and said, and just the fucking chess board. He just blew it. He like, yeah, you want to play chess? I'll play chess my way. And he was just always like, I'm just going to put that out there, put that out there, put that out there. David Ayer playing things a little bit differently, I think. And when it came to, you know, all the scenes that were released, and there was even that shot of Deadshot and, Mar- and, uh, and Harley Quinn, kissing there was that whole thing but but yeah i hadn't really talked about the specific joker scenes that were in this damn thing and so i was going to bring that up right now and like i said i mean but like i and i was going to say this was the fact i don't have this in any kind of order or whatever so i'm going to save that one for last because there's something interesting i i really really like what's happening right there but um uh, um but yeah so let's just kind of talk about that. I'm not going to actually flash up the, uh, the, the, the script pages because I'm actually surprised. I'm actually really surprised that Warner Brothers didn't just freaking, you know, come in and just totally wipe out that whole Twitter handle, which is interesting. Interesting. I, I actually thought that that was going to be the case. That's why I didn't want to really show anything. But who knows? Maybe maybe things are happening. Who knows? But anyways, guys, so when it came to the ending of uh the suicide squad i mean obviously they're they're back in belreve and um we got harley who takes a sip of coffee takes a takes coffee cup with her new cappuccino machine she sits on her bunk sips coffee reading cosmo was she actually reading cosmo though okay i'm trying to remember was it actually cosmo or was an actual book suddenly the lights go out the alarms go off the sound of heavy gun heavy gunfire throughout the facility kaboom the wall explodes several Uh, paramilitary thugs enter through the breach in gas masks and armor. One approaches the cage with a power saw. With a roar, he cuts the cage open and enters. Harley sees his feet and reacts. He's barefoot! The man in the gas mask tears the mask off. It's the Joker. He shoves her back against the cage and aims his gun at her and (laughs) and smiles the smile. So instead of just like a little Hug, you know, remember how it kinda ended, and then it just was doing that post like showing like different things or where everybody's at right there. He doesn't just hug her, he freaking he was supposed to like push her back into into her little cage and points a gun at her. There is so much. I mean, if if we actually finally get the air cut, there is so much that they can have, there's so much foundation for that Joker and Harley. Fucked up, natural born killers, mad love movie that that was talked about a while back. There's so much foundation in this movie. It's crazy that that it's that it's still not a thing. It's just it sucks that it's still not a thing. Oh, looks like we got a super chat. Mr. Jason McKenzie always treating me right. You're awesome, sir. Hold on. Let me pull this up real quick. I'll pull up your super jet. Uh, boop. Thank you, sir. Right there. Hashtag, we need more Leto Joker. That's what he said right there. Thank you for the super chat. $30. You're awesome, sir. Every little bit helps. you are always helping out the pirate ship. I appreciate you. I appreciate you and everybody else, too. You know, I pre- just Jason, just a little bit more. That's all. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, thank you, sir. I like that hashtag. I like that hashtag. So, it's a good hashtag. All right. So, let's get back to it. Um, all right. Let me get back. Well... Come on. All right, so we got that right there. But yeah, there's just so much right there. And just, just the fact that he didn't just embrace her or whatever. First off, she noticed the bare feet, and then, you know, he pushes her back, points a gun at her, and then gives her that smile, which I think we all know what smile that actually is. All right, then we got, uh, even before that, uh, remember when when he was up in the helicopter and he had that, uh, that doctor that was trying to de- deactivate harley's uh, device that's in her neck basically that doctor says i need to be closer to isolate her signal joker leans over to the pilot closer for some reason that reminds me of caster troy in, in uh the opening nicholas cage um dr van chris if i disable her explosives the other devices will go into fail safe mode joker says so dr van chris says the others will die joker looks at the doctor in disbelief He feels like an idiot for thinking the Joker would give a fuck. Beautiful. Beautiful. So this doctor was like, hey, wait a minute. There's other people. They'll actually die. There's a failsafe. What the hell are you thinking? You think the Joker really gives a shit about anybody else? Of course not. He's just trying to get his woman back. Like it. Okay. And then, of course, um, then we have that infamous pimp slap scene that we saw behind the scenes. So... When we got the extended version of of Suicide Squad, yes, we got that scene where Dr. Quinzel chases Joker to, you know, confess her love for him and whatnot on the bike. I think that's one of the best scenes of the movie. Not sure why they even removed that, but I remember seeing set set photos and set videos where, yes, (laughs) you know, Joker gives her a nice big slap across the face, which, you know... Basically, in modern day, you can't really have that because people would just lose their shit. But at the same time, this is Joker and Harley. But yeah, smack and pimp slaps the blue out of her eyes. She falls back on the road. Joker is on top of her in a flash. Joker pulls his purple uh, uh, anodized straight razor and teases the sharp edge across her lips. She parts them. He slides the blade gently into her open mouth. Joker says, I can make you smile. Can you imagine that? That's a good tagline, okay? Just like the, why so serious? Why so serious? Imagine a shirt with Jared Leto's Joker that says, I can make you smile. While he's holding a knife or a razor, whatever. Come on. Her eyes locked on his. She could not be more unafraid. Joker continues by saying, do you want this? She says, yes. Joker says this. You want this dr quinzel she says i want you joker says this is me and then she says then i want it she licks her lips sexy joker arches an eyebrow in wicked anticipation about to hurt her bad hurt her for good but he can't why not he stands angry with himself confused again so much foundation that there that david Ayer was putting in this movie when it came to harley and joker she stood up to him and he was like "Ugh, i want to just uh and he couldn't do it couldn't do it all right extraction chinook a chinook chinook kawoop kawoomp the missile slams into the front of the chinook blowing the pilots out of the cockpit i guess that yeah Disabling doctor, this is going back into the helicopter, of course, <laughs> um, disabling Dr. Van Chris's equipment. Joker sees that. He, he looks mildly irritated, turns to Harley. This is after he pulled her into the helicopter and says, maybe we should date other people. Jesus Christ. Some good lines. Some damn good lines. Maybe we should date other people. He shoves Harley off the tail ramp. She falls towards the street and to end certain death, but her forward momentum carries her over the roof of a low building. So we kind of saw something similar to that. It was kind of interesting how she just, just did a, a somersault and she was perfectly fine, but at the same time, I'm like, damn. it's Again, this is what I'm trying to emphasize by reading all this. Is like there was a Joker and Harley movie right there. Right there, and the foundation was already in this damn movie. All right, and then we have right here: Harley registers that with a slight flick of her eyes, a seed is planted. She crosses to katana sword. So this is at the end when Joker was actually present, actually present in that little final scene when they're taken down. Enchantress picks it up. Disappointment spears the squad. Harley slowly approaching Enchantress with the soul taker joker says hurry up do you have to make a goddamn show of everything ah harley smiles thinly and swallows her pride for the thousandth time maybe we see maybe we see and maybe we don't but it's the straw that breaks the camel's back then rick flag says deadshot think you can drop him before he hits the button deadshot with what a dirty look Harley climbs the steps to join Joker, whispers in his ear, please don't disrespect me in front of my friends. Damn. Gotta love that. So yeah, there's Joker right there at that little end sequence. I'm sure there's way more of that. And then uh, back to the whole um, uh, extraction helicopter. Harley uh, has the biggest smile ever as Joker grabs her hand and hauls her into the tail ramp but joker's not smiling back the shit i have to do for you puddin'. she goes in for a hug he stiff arms her i mean and i apologize for not trying to put this in any kind of order because we're jumping all over the place but still back to the helicopter i mean he, <laughs> he stiff arms her when she goes in for a hug again my god great absolutely great Ah, let's see. And then uh, even back to the Gotham uh, private nightclub, obviously, we know that scene. Dark, empty, foreboding, Uh, Joker sits behind a wall of bottles. Drunk, miserable Frost enters, sits across from his boss, notes the random dead gangster with a smile carved in his face, sharing the table. Frost is a perfect employee, no judgment, nothing phases him. So yeah, we miss another scene where Joker is... um, dealing with his demons, drinking. I love the fact that in this world, in the Snyderverse, both Joker and Batman, well, they have, they like to booze it up. You know, they're men in their mid-40s. They've been fighting each other. They've been doing all this stuff in Gotham City. Yeah, that'll leave you down a a rocky road right there, I guess. But yeah, nothing phases Frost. But yeah, a gangster with a smile-carved in his face oh so good yeah what i wonder what joker's um choice of uh drink is scotch maybe <sighs> all right and then we're back uh we're doing like one of the flashback scenes when joker is in arkham and he said and it says right here joker peels off his prison top he's ripped like an mma fighter his shock white skin is tatted up. His cunning eyes burn with malice towards all we hold dear. He powers up an electroshock machine. So this is when, of course, they take over, um, you know, that little area where he used to get shock treatment. Now he's going to shock the shit out of Dr. Quinzel. She says, please don't, please. I did what you said. I helped you. Joker says, you helped me by scorching. Well, we kind of already saw this. I think we saw a little bit of this right here by scorching what What few dear faded memories I had into a sizzling knot. You tossed me into a black hole of rage and confusion. Is this the medicine you practice, Dr. Quinzel? His pale face hand proffers a rubber ball who uh, he traces his long, sharp pinky nail along her lips. Joker continues by saying, "Now I'm throwing you into the same black hole. Open up, doll, and bite perfect those perfect porcelain cap teeth when the juice hits your brain." She opens her mouth. He places the ball in it. He smears conductive jelly on her on the paddles, applies it applies them to her temples. Forget you ever met me. "Oh, I'm not going to kill you." just gonna hurt you really really bad man good stuff right there and then of course uh, we have the scene back at the nightclub when uh, monster Keith well you know uh, uh, what's his name um, common. He's there, and uh, basically this is when it goes back to that little scene. It says, fresh modern with go-go dancers. It's a sanctuary for high rollers, mobsters, and shot callers. Joker enters with his greatest creation yet. Let's behold Harley Quinn. Dr. Quinzel has transformed into something primal and deadly, eyes bright with madness. Yeah, see, that's the thing. There's no... uh, her going hey pudding and then all of a sudden she aids in the killing of robin we all know that that was a jeff johns added thing one an hour later uh, at joker's vip table monster t an evil looking gangster pays his respects harley has joined the go-go dancers and monster t can't help looking he licks his lips big mistake yeah you don't you don't eyeball and lick your lips when when you're when you're looking at joker's girl Yes. Yes. There she is. The infamous Harley Quinn. You enjoying her? And he says, no, that's your lady, Joker. We do a lot of business. I am messing that up. You don't like her. You hate her. What do you have against her? So, of course, he's egging her, egging him on. Come on, Joker. What am I going to say, brother? There ain't no right answer. There's always a right answer. And then he whistles, waves over Harley. She cartwheels off the stage, joins her man. I don't know if they actually filmed the cartwheel off the stage. Puddin'. Yep, that was there. You're my gift to this gentleman. You belong to him now. This guy? Cool. Harley sits on the gangster's lap, lap, whispers in his ear. You're cute. You want me? All yours. And then, of course, we know what happens after that. So there's some of that stuff. Yep there's other things too we'll talk about on another day just looking for all the joker stuff and that's i think that might be it to be honest or except for one last thing oh no a couple of things judge whitman's bedroom so another scene that was not there judge whitman wanders to bed his wife asleep his wife props up on an elbow it's actually the joker come to bed dear can you imagine that so we saw that in behind the scenes too where joker was sitting on a bed so this is where he breaks into judge whitman's place click click the gun is empty joker tosses a handful of bullets at the judge because you know the judge he already found the gun and in true joker fashion he already emptied it out judge whitman says where is she well judge i was going to ask you the same question joker smiles the smile so he had a certain smile certain smile right there Moments later, let's see, where is this at? They stand together at the edge of a platform instead of the vast decomposing industrial plant. So this is the industrial plant. Joker points at the chemical vat. So we kind of saw this, and I think this was actually in the extended version right here. So I don't really need to talk about this because, you know, I think we actually kind of saw this. Would you die for me? Yes, no, that's too easy. Would you live for me? Great line, by the way. He smiles the smile. So throughout the script, ayer kind of put the the smile so there was like a certain smile that jerry littles joker had that man i tell you what they could have done a lot with it when it came to marketing uh, will you embrace me and only me will you buy will you bind your spirit to me and hate yeah we kind of pretty much saw this i think it was mainly more in the uh, extended so then back see again sorry for not putting in this any kind of order i should have done that enchantress suddenly looks tired defeated back to her old cave look so this is after they defeated the enchantress her heart transforms back into a dry desiccated artifact everyone stares in awe at harley joker too so again joker completely there in the in that last little final battle it's last it's last thing anyone expected it's the last thing anyone expected harley is the most surprised of all just delighted with herself joker is livid he pulls his automatic to kill his automatic gun to kill harley That's the last time you disobey me, he yells at her. He grabs her throat, holds the weapon up to her temple, and then she says, you're not the boss of me. The defiance in her eyes sears Joker to his core. Joker lowers the weapon, saddened. Joker says, no, Harley, I suppose not. I will leave you to your war. May you find what you seek. So he lets her live because he loves her, of course. He's never gonna kill her. With that, Joker turns and recedes into the shadows. How the squad turns to the Chantress. Now the squad turns to Chantress. Old Weak Alone. Yet she smiles. Pure animal cunning. So, I mean, obviously there was that grenade part or whatever happens with that, and he goes, bye-bye. So that's part of that, of course. And uh, yeah, let's see, is there any more Joker scenes? Nope. Well, the last Joker thing I wanted to talk about, because it again. So much foundation when it comes to Joker and Harley because we all know the infamous um, scene right here. Let's see, where am I at? Okay, so it's a Joker flashback scene in that hotel room. It says right here, the Joker, uh, the room is trashed, booze bottles everywhere, the walls covered with manic, disturbed writing. Joker is naked on the floor in the fetal position. The door bursts open. Harley runs in. She's finally found him. She holds her man in her arms. He's grateful to see her. Again, so much. There's just so much here. There's so much here of such a foundation for Joker and Harley. That's why I wanted to emphasize so much here, what David Ayer was trying to do. I mean, so much right here. So goddamn much. And, you know, we all know. We all know it's. Guess that. We all know it's this right here. So we have concept art of it right there so it's pretty damn cool fetal position everything's all crazy and whatever man too bad we didn't get to see it i'm telling you i mean you <laughs> you want to get some butts in the seats well just say that hey guess what ladies and whoever we're gonna have a naked uh jared little joker in the suicide squad movie i think uh you know i think some people would uh Probably want to see that. I don't know. So there you go, guys. That's just. Um, I just wanted to really emphasize the Joker and you know Harley scenes because, yeah, there was definitely a, a really solid, fucked up, toxic foundation that David Ayer was trying to was trying to show us when it came to Joker and Harley. And that could again that this movie it should have been released the way that it was intended and it probably it. Probably would have got more of a reception when it came to just people talking about it. Probably would have got more of an ex- reception. And then instead of releasing Birds of Prey during Valentine's Day, they should have released a Joker and Harley movie, Natural Born Killers, Mad Love, combine them together with this foundation right here. It would have been, it would have done gangbusters. Okay, the whole the, the they fucked up. They totally cheesed up Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey or wherever the hell. You know they they fucked up on the title. They did all kinds of things, but i'm telling you they should have saved that for a little bit later you know because i do like the fact that we did get a black canary a huntress and whatever the hell but they should have just did that that mad love natural born killers type of movie during valentine's day i mean the marketing right there which is it was all there it was all there man it was really all there (sighs) they didn't remove harley's tats because they were bad she removed them for yeah exactly character development exactly there's that because we see the toxicity right here but they could have again it could have just added more especially at the end when he comes in and rescues her you know it's like it was all there man david ayer I mean, just like what snyder did i mean i mean luckily he got his trilogy at least but there's more um david ayer is really just setting that foundation when it came to them man and they just missed that opportunity what's going on legend we had naked bats butt that's true we would have had naked. Uh, we would have had naked uh, Jared Leto, white, pale ass, right there. But you know, he's built like an MMA fighter, so <laughs> he's all ripped and shit. So you know, I'm I'm telling you, you know, you mentioned that there's some naked Jared Leto in there, you're probably gonna get some more butts in the seats. I'm just saying. But you know, Warner Brothers. <laughs> they were just like, no, 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 cut all that out, cut it all out, cut it all out. And we all, you know, we of course heard that stuff. <clears throat> it's all, and it's probably all, in. The, yeah, exactly. The Mad Love is a 20-minute episode. Of, yeah, exactly. had a little bit of that there. I mean, I'm telling you, man. It's all there. It's all the pieces were there. All the pieces were there. And it just, of course, Warner Brothers just shit the bed right there when it came to, when it came to um, that foundation, when it came to that foundation of um, of Joker and Harley right there. And I'm just... Yeah, it's just disappointing. It's disappointing, but what can you expect, right? But hopefully we get that air cut soon and we can see all that. And um, like I said, I mean, I don't know why they're holding out because one one of the most hyped things talked about when it came to Zack Snyder's Justice League was the fact that Jared Leto was returning for additional photography. And arguably that's one of the best scenes of the movie right there is the exchange between him and Batman. I would say it's, yeah, it's definitely in my top five favorite scenes of the whole movie top three top two i don't know it's just really good and man so much more we could see right here so much more anyways guys so that was fun now let's talk uh let's talk about charlie cox charlie cox and spider-man no way home now a lot of people a lot of people were thinking that um you know when we see peter in you know in custody we see a, a gentleman. We don't see his face, but we see a gentleman in a you know a dress shirt, tie, sleeves rolled up. A lot of people were wondering if that was Charlie Cox. So um, Charlie Cox, I guess I don't know. He's yeah, he's in a new series or something like that. But so we got a couple of interviews with him right here. A couple little uh, clips right here that I'll uh, that I'll show you. Let me pull these up. Where are they at? Right there. First we got that one. Okay, let's do this one from Comic Book first. Let's go to back to the Twitter world. All right. Oops. Here we go. So this is the first one right here from comic book. And he's talking about it. And he's asking him the question, of course. And it's not like Charlie Cox was actually going to say that he was – he's actually in the movie. Come on. I have to ask a Daredevil question. You know, we've talked Daredevil plenty and plenty before, but the Spider-Man trailer came out. And there's a scene some people think – May include the forearms of Charlie Cox. I, I have a picture of it right <laughs> here. So Charlie Cox, up with the world as your witness, are those your forearms? I mean, I've seen forensic scientists trying to break it down. So forensic, forensic scientists, scientist. those are not my forearms. There you <laughs> have it. Those forearms do not belong to Charlie Cox. Mighty belong. fine forearms he has, but those mighty fine forearms they are not my forearms. Awesome charlie that is all i had for you today man thanks <laughs> <laughs> that was it that was it and then we got this one right here uh just talking about spider-man no way home i mean we're all pretty much i mean with rumors and stuff we're really hoping that he shows up we're really hoping that he shows up because i mean he was when it came to the netflix world he was the best thing that came out of it it was all good i mean yeah iron fist yeah had some issues but you know it was mainly all good especially Daredevil I would it would be a sin for me not to bring this up and ask but you know I just want just your thoughts like do you get a kick out of seeing your name trending on Twitter all week and like people breaking down theories about you being in the next Spider-Man movie does that do you get to throw out there or you kind of just not pay attention to it
1: I, so I'm not on social media so I don't I don't I'm, I don't have the same awareness about it as probably other people do, but obviously I hear about it. You know, my, my, my mom will tell me about it. And my wife <laughs> is aware of it, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I, I see it as a massive, massive, it makes me feel very grateful that people care that much. Um, You know, I, That's I, I also ruined. like, I, it makes, I, you know, I don't, look I don't, at it. Come on, look at how uneasy. I, I wouldn't want to ruin something either way. Exactly. Like, I, yeah. I, do you know what I mean? Like, so sure. So it makes me a little anxious in that regard (laughs) you know because so it's a difficult you know so it's difficult thing to talk about you know all i would say is like i I guess everyone myself included is just gonna have to wait and see what happens
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh man yeah but of course he wasn't gonna actually say anything you can't actually say anything because then all of a sudden like uh you know kevin feige He's gonna. He, I'm telling you, he's like the Amanda Waller of, uh, you know, he's just gotta zap everybody. He's got like, he puts a little chip in them and just, yeah. He's probably been zap He probably zapped the shit out of Tom Holland and uh, Mark Ruffalo. But uh, now, you know, he's got one on Charlie Cox where he's like, careful, careful. I got the button right here, buddy. Got the button right here. But I really hope that he is. I mean, rumors are suggesting that, yes. That he definitely is going to be, Mr. You know, he's going to be the Matt Murdoch in this world, which they should do. I mean, the, you know, you got the Sony world, you got the net, you know, have the Netflix world just just bring it all in, bring it all in. It's already established. Watch it be Ben Affleck's Matt Murdoch. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. But you know, yeah, that that'd be a crazy multiverse kind of thing that happened right there. So. But uh, I think I think that he definitely is going to be in there and I'm looking forward to it. And it's going to be a nice little pleasant surprise when that actually happens, when we actually see him, because I mean, hopefully, you know, when when it comes to all this, you know, Feige and all then they realized what worked when it came to the Netflix world, which most of it did. Most of it did. But the biggest one was the fact that Daredevil was just fantastic. Charlie Cox was absolutely fantastic in that movie. And then, of course, hopefully we get some, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio, Kingpin. Hopefully we get that uh, injected in some of the movies because, come on, come on. One of the best fucking villains that Marvel has had live action, for sure. Make it happen. All right. Now we got multiple movies delayed. Because, yeah, because, well, we all know why. We all know why. And it sucks. It really does suck because, uh, you know, I... There's movies that are coming out, and I'm always worried that they're going to get delayed. Some people are actually wondering if Spider-Man's going to get delayed. I've actually wondered that, too. But I know there's, like, a weird contract thing when it comes to Marvel Studios and Sony. You know, I don't know the whole logistics of all that. I remember somebody was mentioning that in a previous Film Junkie Live. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, we're going to have to wait even longer for Maverick, which sucks. Whoops, I didn't mean to open that. We're going to have to wait even longer. So we have this right here. This is all Paramount's stuff. So we got Top Gun Maverick moves to May 27th. That's right. Delayed for five months. May 27th. Jesus. Mission Impossible 7 moves to September 30th. So 2022 is going to be the year of of Tom Cruise, pretty much. And then we got Jackass Forever that got bumped from October to uh, February of 20, 2022. So there you go. More stuff. And then, I mean, thankfully, I mean, this happened too. where, um, uh, let's see, where, where was it? Oh, man, I don't, I didn't have it pulled up, but also, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. When I saw that, I, I went, oh my God, no, 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 not, not Ghostbusters Afterlife. Please not Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, That got delayed a week. Thankfully, it's still coming out in November. They Sony delayed it a week. Got a little worried, but it's fine. Long as it's just a week and not fucking five months. But, you know, what's funny about this is there was a tweet that I retweeted. Um, Where is it at here? Well, first off, here's the Ghostbusters delay. Yes, November 19th right now. So hopefully that's it just stays there because God damn it, man. Um, Here it is right here. This is how many times Top Gun Maverick has been delayed. Okay, so first off, it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out two years ago. (laughs) Apparently, at one point, it was supposed to come out two years ago. Then it went to June 26th. Okay, I think this initial date, they just bumped it because they weren't ready yet. But this was supposed to be the date right here. And then, of course, COVID was all happening. And it was actually on June 24th at one point. So there was like, you know, that I I don't know why that's like that's two things right there. But then then it was going to be around Christmas time of 2020. Then it got bumped to July 2nd and then it got bumped to November 19th. And now it's going to be. May 27th. Jesus. It's absolutely crazy, man. Crazy. Uh, Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. I mean, with everything that's happening, hopefully no more delays. You just can't keep delaying, keep delaying. I mean, that's why, you know, having that, having the streaming, having streaming also being there for people. I mean, it, say what you want about what Jason Kylar was trying to do. It's pretty much, I mean, he he was trying to figure out the solution and he and he kind of did, but man, I've been wanting to see Maverick. And I was like, all right, we're finally going to see it this fall, winter whatever the hell. And now we got to wait till May of next year, man. It sucks. Fucking sucks, man. Definitely fucking sucks. Robert Pattinson. Batman should sponsor Dire uh, Sausage because it's gritty and and horror. I like it. (laughs) Interesting. I, I just read I just read a random comment right there. Delays don't dismay. Yes. So there you go, guys. All right, let's go. uh, Let's get to, um, oops, not that. Clicked the wrong thing. Ooh, here we go. I got too many things going on right there. All right, What If episode uh, four, I watched it today. And uh, what was the title of the episode? The episode of What If that premiered today was What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands? So this was an interesting episode. Really enjoyed it, by the way. Um, I think they're getting better as they go. I mean, I think I liked last week's episode. It's still my favorite out of all four that's come out. but this one was interesting because it it asked the question with you know when Stephen Strange gets in the car accident instead of losing his hands, he loses Kristen, which of course Rachel McAdams it would suck to lose her for sure and I love the fact that she came back and voiced uh, Kristen. So this episode was, it was an interesting episode because it still led Strange to get, you know, to become Doctor Strange and whatnot. He still did that, but he didn't lose the use of his hands. So that whole aspect got taken out of it. But it shows him, you know, obviously having the time stone, it shows him trying to constantly save her, you know? And there's all these different scenarios where he's constantly trying to save her. And then interesting things happen with the ancient one. I'm not going to say spoilers or anything like that, but it kind of gave you a sense of what the sequel, Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, is going to be like, I think, because it gets pretty crazy and wonky. And what happens in this episode is it's nuts. I'm actually, it actually, this episode got me more hyped for Dr. Strange 2 and maybe even, you know, Spider-Man. It's actually got me more excited for it. So if you haven't watched it yet, do yourself a favor, watch it. It's a really good episode. Really good episode. And I'm curious to see how this plays into Spider-Man No Way Home as well as Doctor Strange 2. Because, uh, you know, like I said, good episode. Does mind fuckery when it comes to time and shit like that. So it definitely plays into that and what happens in it, too. It's pretty cool. And some speculations and whatever, you know, and whatnots that that people are having when it comes to Spider-Man... Might have played into that a little bit too. I'm, you know, people are kind of wondering, because Doctor Strange seemed a bit out of character when it came to the Spider-Man trailer. I think a lot of us kind of, I pointed that out too. A lot of us were kind of going like, he's just gonna do that, huh? So he's just gonna. Perform that spell and then it gets all dumb and stupid and then people are kind of wondering well Maybe there's something going on there. I don't know, but it's a dark episode See, that's what I'm actually really liking about what if it gets dark like last ep- last week's episode where you know Some of the Avengers were getting offed the dark episode. This is pretty dark as well Had to do with death demons all kinds of shit, you know black magic kind of stuff, man It really gets dark. That's what I'm really digging about. What if it's like, they're not pumping the brakes on stuff. It's like, yeah, the, the jokey stuff's still there and it doesn't all work, of course. But at the same time, I'm liking the fact that they're taking much darker approaches when it comes to these stories. So this one right here, yeah, and exactly, Jose, all of a sudden Ralph Boner showed up and it was like, what? Now, hopefully that doesn't happen. Please, for the love of God, do not let that happen. I worry. But yeah, but like I said, this, this, uh, yeah, that ending. Yeah. Jam James Yeah. That ending. It was, it's heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking episode because he's, you know, the love of his life. He's constantly trying to save. And we know that Dr. Strange can look at different scenarios and try to do all this stuff, you know, and he looks at all that and it's just, it's crazy. And there's like meaning behind it and everything, because obviously that didn't happen in, in the Dr. Strange that we know now this was an alternate universe but then it's like how does that play into the doctor strange we know it's all there's a lot of questions and i think this actually aided into the whole multiverse concept when it comes to the mcu and it comes to future movies that are coming out that are going to have doctor strange so excellent episode really digging this is you know so far i'm just really digging this series and yeah really digging this series loving uh like i said jeffrey wright as the watcher that voice and everything and He plays a little more of a role in this one as opposed to just narrating and watching, which was kind of cool, too. I love the fact that there was some more when it came to him. So, yeah, there you go, guys. Watch. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart, not his hands? Is that what it was called? They're long, long titles for these episodes. But, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. All right. That's all the topics right there. Um, yes, I know. I think Real Anarchy is starting their stream pretty soon here, or they have started the stream. Let's go. It's late. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and hit the Twitter questions right here. And we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up for this week when it comes to Film Junkie Live. about to go. Okay, where am I at here? There we go. All right. Somebody's yelling outside. That's cool. All right, back to the Twitter world. All right. Okay, so we got the air cut. All right, we got Andrea right here. Do you know anything about the air cut that we don't? And she gives me a little smirky face. Also, you need to interview Dave, uh, Mr. Ayer. I love his movies, and I know it would be a great interview. I'm trying. I mean, step one was him following, and, well, step two was me reaching out. Step three was him hearting my message, and... Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Eric. Hey, Dave. Here's a question I'm confident you'll appreciate. When, not if, they resti- restore the Snyderverse, what spinoff do you think will get first, Batfleck aside? Martian Manhunter, The Atom, Cyborg, Man of Steel 2. Um, any news on the Patreon stream? Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Next couple weeks when it comes to the Patreon stream. Well, uh, we'll see what's happening with that. Not this weekend, because like I said, it's, well, it's a holiday weekend and busy. So we'll see what happens. Maybe the following weekend. Um, when it comes to what would they do first? Uh, I mean, well, don't forget about Deathstroke. And I know uh, apparently there was a rumor that they wanted to move forward with Deathstroke, but not with Joe Meng. I don't know. That doesn't sound like it's legit. And we got to remember there's that. I would say that should be first but then again that falls into Batflex world martian manhunter is almost like why not but at the same time they're probably looking at the budget because that would have to be completely mocap but martian manhunter god damn it they really need i think that would be my choice you know if they were going to do some kind of spin-off series on hbo max 2 martian manhunter man there's so much uh there's so much origin there's so much history just a good origin story there that really I don't know. And then having Harry Lennox be the lead of that would just be something pretty damn phenomenal. Um, But yeah, who knows, man. But I would love to see Martian Manhunter. John Murdoch Wayne. After five years of being a Snyder fan, I finally saw Watchmen. How dare you? It took you five years. Ah, theatrical cut, that's all. Oh, you got to watch the director's cut, man. You got to watch that director's cut. I really dug it. Pacing issues aside, (laughs) that's why you got to watch the director's cut. It was a pretty damn good movie, but I have to say Wanda and Vision are just Silk Spectre and Dr. Manhattan minus the latex and blue dick. (laughs) I love how we said blue dick. Well, you know, all these superheroes have like, they all have similarities with one another. Whatever. Edward. Hey, Dave. Now I'm kind of looking forward to DC Fandom due to some insiders saying DC Fandom will be announcing DCEU series for HBO Max. There are coming oh, that are coming. Well, that's good. Hopefully, I mean, yeah, it's like use the platform to announce some shit. Don't just tease. Kevin. Batman fan. Hey, Dave, what do you think we should believe? The Suicide Squad is the most viewed movie on HBO Max or Zack Snyder's Justice League is the most viewed movie on HBO Max since it has the most pre-ordered Blu-rays? What you should believe is The Suicide Squad was not the most viewed movie on HBO Max. Mortal Kombat still edged out a little bit. So remember that, that Mortal Kombat in those numbers, Mortal Kombat was actually higher than the Suicide Squad. When it comes to Zack Snyder's Justice like, League, yeah, just look at all the numbers all around the world. When it came, a lot of people who kept pushing back, they kept on saying like, yeah, it's uh, it's not HBO Max. Like, yeah, it wasn't just exclusively on HBO Max. I mean, yeah, it was an HBO Max exclusive when it came to the States and who could ever get it, but it was also on HBO Europe, HBO Asia. It was all over the fucking place. There was a whole website that was dedicated to it. So. So, yeah, there's my answer, <laughs> Kevin. Uh, Logan, no questions. Just give me more Leto Joker. Amen. Amen. Jay hashtag release the Ayer cut. Yeah. Like I said, those scenes that we talked about were great. And yeah, here we go right here with uh, Futuro. Do you think Joe Magnello, uh Joe Meganello? Magne- is going to be replaced as Deathstroke. I really fucking hope not because that would be stupid. That would be a shame, you know, especially with all the prep that's already gone into his series. So hopefully that is definitely not the case. So we'll see what happens, though. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that would just be really stupid if they... It's like you already got a a Deathstroke that's already been established. Just fucking utilize him. The guy wants to do it. He's already given you an idea Fucking Warner Brothers, though, right? Fucking Warner Brothers. All right. Anyways, guys. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap up the show. If you want to continue on? I think. Uh, I think. Everett's and in, uh and in, uh, in Garza are talking over there on on uh real anarchy maybe i'll make an appearance i haven't made an appearance in the in the super chat in a bit so maybe Mm. i'll check it out over there but uh smash that like thumbs up before you leave guys make sure you're subscribed if you want to become a member hit the join button every little bit helps you know the pirate ship just like the patreon as well that really helps out too i mean even if you have a dollar you have a dollar It's right you know i got a dollar tier you know if you want to do that And uh, so go check that out. Uh, I will be probably tomorrow. I'll be I think I pretty much I got to make sure that my guest for the vodka stream is dialed in. So we should be good for should be a pretty good guest. You know, I think, it's. you know, some of you guys might know who who this individual is. So it should be a good another great vodka stream. So make sure you um, make sure you tune into that Friday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Let's have well, let's have some stiffer drinks not just wine we'll have a stiff drink right there but yes tomorrow shang chi for me so look forward to uh my first reaction review and whatever else and uh, yeah guys that that'll pretty much be it i love you thank you for uh for uh clicking in as per usual and uh i'll talk to you later